everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and welcome everybody to the 101st episode of Split Six. We made it, everybody. We're on to the 100s. Um, yeah, so hopefully we start this off right. We got one of our better guests in here, uh, one of my favorite guests, because I have to love him. Mitchell Wagella, brother of mine, in the house. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Nick. How you doing, my brother? <sighs> Dude, I'm doing so good right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I just do have a quick question for you. Okay. All right. Tell me two truths and a lie. That's not a question. It's a statement. Okay. Well, a uh, little uh, information for the audience here. We do have a uh, good friend, Will Rowley, in the studio today observing. The so internists here do not speak on mic. Do, uh, do not speak on I'm just do kidding. Not you can't speak on <laughs> um, But So I'm going to go ahead and, since I have to do this off the top of my head, do this uh, spring break edition. Spring break edition, everybody. You're going to learn a little bit about our history here. All right, so uh, me and Will Rowley received a mixtape on the beach, which we immediately snapped in half and threw over our shoulders. He punched me straight in the face in the middle of a store, and we tripped shrooms on the beach. Okay, he didn't punch you in the face. He did punch me in the face. We did not trip shrooms on the beach. Really? Why did you punch him in the face, Will? Mitchell, we slide the mic over to Will. That's a, that's a, we're not going to go all into the details, but what I will say is that <laughs> it was because I was holding on to the money and the weed, and I lost both of it. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up recovering both, though, to be fair. <laughs> How did you lose it? It was a wild night. <laughs> we, uh, we were running around on the beach, and I think it slipped out of my pocket or something. It was crazy. I can't believe the things our mother let us get away with, because she took you to that trip, right? She and did you take were, us. You, what were you, like, like 16? 17. 17? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was not old enough to get into the clubs. <laughs> Shout-outs shout outs to uh, Mama Wagella. Well, Mitchell, thank you for that. Um, can't believe I got it wrong. Um, but <laughs> Stupid. So <laughs> can't believe Will punched you in the face in the middle of a store. <laughs> <laughs> We're good uh, friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's causing some issues with my interns. All right, Will, we're going to talk about your employment after this. But before that, Mitchell, what are we drinking tonight? So what we got here is a nice brew by Arcadia Ales. We're talking Apollyon. Let's see. Let me see if you're pronouncing that right. Um, yeah, Apollyon. Golden Ale. And uh, Nick, why don't you tell them what the most special part about this beer is? Well, bought this beer thinking it's a golden ale. It's probably going to be like a nice four or five percenter. Nope, it's 9.3. So uh, see you guys at politics, and uh, that'll be a fun conversation that probably won't be relevant to anything in the news because we're too drunk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you uh, know how we get down. There you go. I'm going to try these out for you guys. I'm trying to get my TV on because the Golden State game's about to come on. But uh, cheers. Cheers. 101. 101. About to get schooled. Ooh. Whoa, is that gnarly? Yeah, it's, it's got me. a good initial, but that aftertaste is fucked. Yeah, Mitchell, I don't know why I always pick the bad beers whenever you're on the podcast. But <laughs> Jesus, man. It's tough. like a dirtier, dirty blonde. Yeah, it's like a disgusting like, blonde. Yeah, like <laughs> a, a filthy, rat, filthy ratchet, blonde. dirty blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Body blonde. It's by Arcadia Ales, um, handcrafted and bottled by Arcadia Brewing Company in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, yeah, there's not much else on this bottle. The, the logo is really cool. It reminds me of Game of Thrones. I'd like to paint that. That's yeah, pretty cool. <sighs> well, Mitchell, how do you like being back? For those of you who don't know, Mitchell's last time he was on the podcast, he was doing it over Skype, but now he's officially moved back to Michigan. So, Mitchell, welcome back to Michigan. Thank you. Thank how's, you. How's it feel to be home? Yeah, it feels good. You know, uh, got to see a bunch of friends. 
Some I still haven't seen, but we'll get there. I live there now, so I don't have to uh, just scramble and see, like, 15 people in a matter of three days every time I fly in. Yeah, you can do the slow ride now. Yeah, exactly. No, but, I mean, I love AZ, but it's cool to be back. Man, there's some uh, feedback on the microphone. It's almost like I hear a TV. Um, but, yeah, no, other than that, it's cool. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, Better right, question cool. is, how do you feel about me being back? You know, at first I was excited, but now I don't really care. Yeah, gets old fast. It's yeah. already been a week. You know, you know what I mean. Like, uh, this is make the makes the heart grow grow fonder. That's a thing. Yep, that's a thing, Mitchell. I promise. No, it is. Um, um. So yeah, less fond of you now is what I would say. Okay, that's fair. As, hey, does anyone out there know what channel the uh, NBA game is on? Beer number one, sports. Speaking of the NBA, I'm trying to find the channel for the NBA game, but uh, my controller sucks. Not that it matters, because you guys already know what is going on, and uh, I can't find it. And we got a big game coming up today. <laughs> uh, the Toronto Raptors playing the Golden State Warriors in yep. Oracle Arena in ABC. San Francisco. I believe it's still in Oakland, right? I don't know, dude. No, it's in, yeah. Aren't they moving it to San Francisco next year, the new arena? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more of an NFL guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the series is tied one-to-one with... Uh, Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors taking game one, and uh, Steph Curry and pretty much himself taking game two because Clay Thompson uh, injured his hamstring and is questionable for tonight. Kevin Durant is still out. They are undermanned, but they are still my favorite team, and that's what matters to most people. And Golden State stole a game, as it's referred to in the sporting community. Yep. They always say a series doesn't start until the road team wins a game, so this series has started. And scored us all free Taco Bell tacos. Claim your Dorito Loco tacos today. i got to ask Alexa a question real quick. Alexa, what time is the NBA game on tonight? Nine o'clock. Found it. The next game in the NBA Finals between the Warriors and the Raptors is tonight at 9 p.m. The Warriors are tied with the Raptors in the series. One game to one. That's all you need to know, guys. Moving on. Um, <laughs> who you got tonight, Mitchell? Uh, I'm going to take the Warriors. Take the Warriors at home, even though Clay might not play. Yep, that's KD fine. is still out because he probably tore his Achilles and is just keeping it low-key because he's a free agent this summer. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I hate Kevin Durant. Uh, player I used to love, but I hated him when he joined my favorite team. It wasn't the Pistons. And, you know, made them unbeatable. And that's – what's the fun in that? It's fun to root for somebody that can't lose. It's true. It's fun of watching, you know? But now they're vulnerable, which is why I'm more into this NBA Finals than I have been. Uh, well, no, I was into last year because of LeBron, but I was rooting for LeBron last year. Uh, I can never root for LeBron. No offense to him. I think he's a great guy overall, but I just don't like him as a basketball player. He's just always been my enemy. What do you think the Lakers should do in that situation with everything that's going on there? Magic stepping down, um, agents telling people that they don't want their player going to L.A. because of what a chaos shit show it is right now. LeBron trying to trade everybody, not even making the playoffs for the first time in his career. I don't know, tough situation. If I was the Lakers, I would trade LeBron. I mean, honestly, if I was the Lakers, I'd do the same thing. I'm going to recommend that the U.S. do in the politics section and just let it burn. Let it burn to the ground? <laughs> let it burn to the ground and rebuild from the new, man. Yeah, so trade LeBron, get back some draft. Uh, assets, maybe um, some solid young players. You know, you can trade LeBron to any team. Trade him to the Pistons. Come on, that'll be fun for us for a year. Yeah, pair up Blake with LeBron for one year. Yeah, we'll see give him. We win. We'll give him everybody except for Blake Griffin and see what happens. 
Vince Carter comes back out of retirement but signs with the Pistons, too. I'm pretty sure Vince no Carter reason. already came out of retirement again to play again this year. Did he? That man is the Tom Brady of basketball, but without the championships. No, that's a good point. That's how <laughs> I shot it. A nice man. <laughs> I like Vince Carter. <laughs> we all like Vince Carter. I mean, dunk master, right? Um, okay, well, there's another playoff series going on for the best cup in all sports, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Mitchell. The Blues and the Boston Bruins are tied 2-2, two to two, and the series shifts back to Boston. I don't know when. We can ask Alexa. Alexa, when's the next NHL game? The next game in the Stanley Cup between the Bruins and the Blues is tomorrow <laughs> at 8 p.m. The Blues are tied with the Bruins in the series, two games to two. I already said that. Um yeah, so um, I've been uh, randomly rooting for the Blues off all off season since the Red Wings don't make the playoffs anymore because they're not very good, um, and they've gone this far. I'm kind of excited. Uh, I know Mitchell, you're dating someone that uh, is currently in Boston and from Boston. Very true. Yeah, but she's not super into sports, so we don't really talk about the Bruins much. But I know for a fact that her dad's probably just sitting waiting on the couch until the next game comes on, even if it's days away. Well, Mr. Kelly's dad, I hope you go down in flames because the Blues are here to win it. The coolest logo in all of sports, the coolest team name in all of sports, good color scheme, you know. I mean, you're someone that likes blue and yellow, right? No. <laughs> Worst two colors you can put together for any sort of sport team. Okay, well, I'm rooting for the Warriors and the Blues, so they're both blue and yellow. Well, I mean, that's fine, but just... When's know, the last time a hockey and NBA team that have the same color scheme and their logos have won at the same time? I have no idea. That's <laughs> such an obscure question to ask me right now. That's a good trivia question. <laughs> I'm, uh, hey, I'm looking for work, guys. You need a trivia DJ? Or ru- trivia question writer? Hit me up. <laughs> Mitchell, shifting to the, to the NFL. Calvin Johnson made some big news this week. By uh, saying that he, the only way he'll come back to be part of the Lions organization is if they pay him back the money they took from him when they robbed him blind. Give him the bag, dude. Just give it to him. It's under $2 million for an NFL franchise to get like probably one of the, if not the most. I mean, I, you can say Barry Sanders is more. But besides him, Calvin Johnson is the best player in Lions history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give what him, what about Bobby Lane? Give him $2 Lane? million. And fuck Bobby Lane. He's the only one that won us a championship. He cursed us. He doesn't count. <laughs> Curse is over. He only did it for 50 years. But Calvin, I mean, dude, give him the money. What's the big deal? It's $2 million. You're going to pay that out to some shitty third-string center anyway. Like, just give him the money so that he'll be part and help teach the young guys. I mean, what if he teaches one good lesson to Kenny Galladay, and then, boom, you see some progression. Boom, it's worth it. Who cares? I say fuck Calvin Johnson, one of my favorite players of all time. Fuck that. Give him the bag. You didn't finish your contract. Yeah. Stop. We're not going to set into an argument of whether or not just because you sign a piece of paper committing to do something means that you have to do it. Because if so, then we can't make any amendments to our Constitution. We can't do well, any, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, well, okay, this, that's, that's taken a bit of a stretch, but there was language in his contract that He's stated if he, does not, if he does not complete his contract, that, he can, that they will take this money away from him. Yeah, but it was optional. Right, but they did this to Barry Sanders. They yeah. did the same thing to Barry Sanders. He's still here. Um, Calvin Johnson made a lot more money than Barry Sanders. Still, dude. I get it. I mean, it, you've you watched his sixty minutes, right? I mean, he wasn't treated like Barbara a God Walters while he was here. No, he was on sixty minutes. Isn't that what it was? Oh, thirty for thirty. Oh, shit. okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, shit. What the hell is that show now? 
But no, he was, uh, I mean, basically just opened up about his experience. I mean, it just sounded like all they did was throw him out there the moment he was hurt. They gave him Vicodin and sent him back on the field. Oh, yeah. I mean, NFL teams are terrible, but you got to do what's right for the franchise. And what's right for the franchise at that time was getting that cap space back so they could sign the players they signed, even though it never works out in Detroit. So, you know, maybe you should pay him because it doesn't matter. We're not going to win anyway. I mean, either way, we got the cap space now. Damn. Yeah, well, do we have the cap space? Because we currently have two of our best players on defense sitting out yeah, demanding new contracts. Okay. So maybe it's smart that we didn't sign all these players in free agency. So that we did have one of the most, like the biggest free agent out of everybody we did sign in Trey Flowers. But um, um, Snacks Harrison and Darius Slay are not reporting to mandatory uh, are they OTA, OTAs or minicamp, whatever it is. OTAs, I think. No, OTAs is optional, optional training something. So it's mini camp. Off-season training activity? No. Oh, maybe. I don't know. One of the two. You know, who's right? Probably me. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they're both not reporting. And if they don't, if if it, it, my question to you is, do you think this is a fallout from what Le'Veon Bell did last year? Do I think the players not reporting is a fallout from just Le'Veon Bell? I mean, people do this all the time. It's why Khalil Mack got traded. Yeah, but like, like so. I, what I guess what I'm saying is like, do you think this is going to landslide? And like, just Julio Jones did this too. Um, Odell, Odell. Yeah, everyone's just like, it, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for the players and all, but I want the Lions to be good. And I don't know if we should sign Snacks and Slade to another long contract because they're about to be the wrong side of thirty. And. uh Patriots don't do that. We're the Patriots. Well, I mean, what the Patriots do is re-sign players on, like, short terms and just pay them more money up front. That's what they should do. If you want to secure a superstar, you don't secure them for four years. You don't know if they're going to be in four years. You get them for, like, three years, pay them, you know, 65% of the contract up front. Mm -hmm. And then just hope he doesn't get hurt. That's the risk you got to take. That's the way you should approach it, and I think that's the way they probably will. Because there's no way we're going to extend snacks harrison for six years anything crazy you know what i mean he's already yeah. 30 right isn't he yeah i think so yeah so i mean i maximum want him for another four years and he's probably going to be washed like sue yes what is going on with sue i mean you signed with the buccaneers like come on probably just money at this point they were but talking they were about like, it hey, we'll give you this and he's like really Shit. they were oh, talking yeah. they were talking about it on um uh the local radio today and how much Sue has fallen off like from when he was in Detroit and then compared to afterwards you know he's been on like some second team all pros but like like in a pro bowl but it's probably more on name recognition than actual production like how do you play next to Aaron Donald and Ndamukong Sue and not just tear that shit up because Ndamukong Sue is not what he used to be I guess yeah and I mean when he was here he was in his prime and in like my opinion, for his professional career, I understand oh, age-wise he, he was a little younger than what he should be in his prime. Yeah, no, he was like he, that. These were his best years of his career here and I before think, he got the money. And to be honest, I, I think last year on paper the Rams' defense looked like it was going to be better than any defense he played on. Yeah, but I think the best defense he played on was with the Lions. Oh yeah, 2014. Yeah, it was 14, 15, defense. when we won that playoff game that the refs stole from us. Yeah, terrible. God, imagine if we had any form of offense. I don't know how we named Jim Bob Cooter probably well, no that wasn't Cooter that was a uh, Scott Lynn no, no no that was Lombardi yeah Lombardi oh, okay <laughs> I'm gonna be started on Lombardi but now um I think 
one of the magazines like Deadspin or Barstool Sports or something like that just like posted like the eight things about the season and they said look for the Detroit Lions to be a breakout team. How do you feel about that? I mean, I get it. I I think if you eventually bet on something enough, it has to hit, right? It's like it's if red keeps coming up on roulette over and over again, red, 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 red. You're mm-hmm. going to always keep betting black because like, it has to switch back eventually. I think that's what beat writers do with the Detroit Lions at this point. I don't think there's much evidence supporting that we're going to just magically break out after we saw a decline on offense and our defense finished top 10. Mm-hmm. Like, we still finished top 10. We still had a horrible beginning of the season. Yeah. Can't guarantee that rolling over. Whole new offensive coordinator. Maybe we can break out, but I don't think it's like. I mean, we should have been better than six and ten last year. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I don't know. I always, every year I talk myself into this, so you know, thinking about it logically, our defense came alive at the end of the season once people bought in and understood Patricia's scheme, and now we got more people that, like, we got Trey Flowers, who Patricia knows, who's already bought in. I'm sure. Right. You know, if if Damon and uh, Darius actually play they will I and mean, they won't give up that much money i don't think um then our defense should be astute with deshaun hand in the middle with uh snacks and then what i don't know I don't, who's who's our other outside or who's our other defensive end besides um, trey romeo aquara i think his last name i think he's like a blitzing linebacker that guy maybe it's i don't know it doesn't matter um well it does but worried about our second corner I don't really know who that is, and it sure as hell should not be Tease Tabor because he's garbage. Um, but you're not going to be able to run on us. And, uh, you know, we'll see what this Jelani Tavai guy is. Probably nothing, to be honest. <laughs> Probably the biggest mistake of the draft. I'm holding to that. But then we get to the offense, which is the main concerns of the Lions. But now, like I was like listening to radio today, they were saying how the Staffords has four, had four winning seasons since he's been here. Which is depressing <laughs> that we paid. He was at once the highest paid quarterback in the league, and he's only had four winning seasons out of ten. Um, but th- those winning seasons, he targeted the tight end like 130 times, and last year he only did it like 50 times or something. Yeah. So now we got so Jesse James and first round eighth overall pick T.J. Hawkinson and seventh round pick too. We took another tight end from. Uh, Georgia, who dropped, who's supposed to be like fourth round, yeah, dropped to the seventh. They, so maybe we'll they run call some th- it the best pick of the draft. Really? Yeah, still. Maybe we'll run some three tight ends. Us Detroiters, we love our tight ends. Apparently, what I've been reading is that they've been lining them up to play like mostly the third tight end and or fullback is what they're running. Oh, okay. So I mean, we could even have a receiving fullback, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere, they're gonna give Stafford no excuse to not have a good season. I mean, then they'll just say, like, well, we don't have any receivers. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I hear that a lot, and I'm like, we have. Yeah, like, Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay are better than a lot of receivers. Yeah, and, and Amendola is just, like, a cheaper, less exciting version of Golden Tate. Like, right. Yeah. Just not, not, much, not, not, not as much yak as Golden Tate, but yeah. still the quickness and the route running abilities. Yeah, he'll still make a couple good first downs, you know what I mean? He'll mm-hmm. do his job. He'll get 400 yards, two touchdowns. That's all we need. And then – the X Factor. Carry on, Carry Johnson. on, Johnson. Carry on, Johnson. Can you pull that mic closer to your face? Yeah, sorry. Jesus Christ. Act like you've done this before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say sorry to all the listeners. It won't happen again. Dear listeners, I'm sorry my brother's so stupid. Dear God, it's me, Mitchell. 
Dear Satan, it's me, your homie, Nicholas. <laughs> what up? <laughs> okay, so anyway, Lions, Galladay. All right, for the last 30 minutes of this, uh, or 20 minutes of this segment, we're going to be talking about baseball. Mitchell, <laughs> how do you feel about the Tiger season so far? Man, I'll tell you what, Miguel Cabrera's a hell of a hitter. I don't think he is. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> the Tigers just had their um, their draft because baseball does their draft. Where they had the fifth overall pick. How did Jim Leland do? <laughs> um, I don't really know much. I know that their first overall pick, the fifth overall selection. Like so, the Tigers right now they need like our farm system is loaded with pitchers right now. We're good. We got Casey Mize already threw a no hitter down there. He was the first overall pick. Um, was it? Well, was it last year? Do you follow baseball? Well, it's inconclusive, everybody. Um, uh, but, yeah, first overall pick of the year last year, the year before. I think it was last year. Um, uh, so we're loaded with pitching talent, but we don't have any bats, no no hitting power. So this year we we were the fifth, but five or four bats, the, the four best uh, hitters went before us. So we drafted an 18-year-old that's still in high school. But he's supposed to be, like, a pretty good player, like, really good obviously if you drafted out of high school but it's gonna take like five years for him to get good oh god so i mean this is this uh terribleness of the tigers might last a couple more years than people want it to that's fair though i mean gotta do what you gotta do whatever it takes to get on top if i had to dedicate the next 10 years of my life to sadness from the lions and that means year 11 i could see them win a super bowl i would do it right now uh-huh. like football wise like yeah. disappointing seasons. Not in my life would I choose sadness. That's a little crazy. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> I would. I, would. <laughs> I care that much. Smikey. I feel like I've already had like 20 years of sadness. I, I can't know how much more I can handle. Well, I mean, you can handle more. Look at Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Father. Just oh, kidding. He's still alive. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, so what are your honest predictions for the Lions? How do you think they're going to fare in our division? I don't know. I mean, probably, I'd say most likely is that they finish in the last in the division. Really? Yeah. I don't agree with that, but I never will ever agree with that. I mean, I just think it's and most turn does likely too. in He's terms of like the talent. They're nice over here. The other three teams are like just more... They're well coached. They've been together a little bit. I know that they've had their ups and downs too. Like Green Bay had a bad season. Vikings kind of failed out a little bit. But either way, I mean, they're going to be coming into their strides too. You know what I mean? Green Bay has Aaron Rodgers. That's it. I mean, they have Devontae Adams. They have Aaron Jones now. They just added, like, uh, who on the defensive side? They added a big defensive free agent. I mean, I can't remember his name. Must be really big. They had it Rashawn Gary. It's pretty big. Oh, that's the dumbest pick of the draft. Yeah. Rashawn Gary. I think even Michigan fans call him Rashawn Overrated Gary, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one. Tw- that team without Aaron Rodgers is total garbage. It's just because they have the best quarterback in the league. I, d- I don't think it's likely it's possible for us to win maximum, like on an amazing year 11 games. And that's like Stafford playing lights out and the defense coming together. That's probably the division then, because we don't like none of the teams in the divi- the teams are going to beat up at each other. Like we've won eleven games before, didn't win the division, but that was when the Minnesota Vikings sucked, the Bears sucked, and the Packers were great. Yeah, like it's the division's not like that. If you win eleven games, you're winning this division because no one in, no one in this division is going to win twelve games. 
Like, the Bears, Mr. Trubisky, sucks. They just won 12 games, though. Yeah. And they probably got better. That's because we sucked. You think they're going to beat us both times this year? And they, what do you mean? They, they, didn't, mean they didn't get Chase better. Chase Daniels beat us last year. They don't have any receiving but options. To be fair. They just got Riley Ridley. Dude's going to be a stud. Riley Ridley. Calvin Ridley's brother. Less known, but almost just as talented. Okay, doubt it. Um, but, but um, yeah. Uh, I, bah, bah, bah. They got Khalil Mack. That's what their team is. That's their franchise player. What are you talking about? You're missing so many players on the Bears. <laughs> they have a great team. They're a good team. I mean, forget about Trubisky. I think he's the biggest question mark. But, I mean, like, the Bears have Roquan Smith. They have uh, – of course, Khalil Mack, and then who's that? They have that all-pro safety. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Eddie Jackson. They got a good defense. Yeah, they have a good defense, and then their offense is pretty good, too. Allen Robinson. I mean, they got that small little fucker. I always forget his name. Mm-hmm. What's his name? So do you think the Lions defense? Tariq Cohen. Do you think the Lions defense is the worst in the division? No. Probably the probably not the Packers. Okay. Where, where do you rank the Vikings? Probably number two. So you think we have the third, third in the division? I'd say we're probably two or three. We might be better than the Vikings defense. They're kind of been falling off, especially after the defensive tackle like, lost his mind and beat up a whole bunch of hotel workers. Yeah, and uh, the Vikings have one of the best receiving cores in football, but they also have the worst quarterback in football. Okay, that's really dramatic. Kirk Cousins is Kirk not Cousins the worst quarterback sucks. in football, and I'm a state fan. But so Kirk you Cousins think Ryan sucks. Fitzpatrick is better than him? You think Ryan Tannehill is better than him? Even Marcus Mariota is not better than Kirk Cousins. Okay, I would say we're a starting quarterback. I'd rather have Mariota. For what reason? At least Kirk Cousins Mobility. plays 16 games. Kirk Cousins can run. <laughs> okay, <laughs> a little bit. Had a couple of rushing touchdowns. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Vikings were like about to go to the Super Bowl last year, and. Didn't even make the playoffs this year. All the thing that changed, got a new quarterback. Oh, and a new head coach. But They didn't get a new head coach. They had Mike Zimmer. Oh, shit. New offensive coordinator. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to give him a year, you know, to get acclimated. And he didn't have a terrible year. He had some great games. Like, you remember that Los Angeles game? Dude. Him and Jared Goff. I always say this. Looking like the best two quarterbacks in the league that game. Kirk Cousins was one drop pass from being out of the NFL. One dropped interception. Out of the NFL? Come on, man. Oh, Give him some sure. respect. He's been he a threw, starter for four he, years. He threw four interceptions against the Buccaneers, and then he threw a fifth one, but the receiver or the the um, uh, uh, fucking safety just dropped it, went right into his pocket, just dropped it, and then somehow let it come back, and that was the, you like that, you like that game. And if that didn't happen, if he would have threw that pick, he would have been benched, not start next week, would have been out of the NFL. There's no way, dude. His backup's Colt McCoy, who's literally like, has the build of a 12-year-old boy, gets hit one time and just crumbles in the backfield. Cole McCoy is better Kellen Moore. He would have gotten back in no problem because he has good stats and he's always been good. But think about it. He was on the Vikings or the Redskins for three years, mm-hmm. and he had the worst talents around him. Number one option before the or before going to the Vikings was Josh Doxson. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, all right, so, yeah, he goes to the Vikings with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen and can't make the playoffs with a stellar defense. Okay, well, once again, Dalvin Cook, come on! How do you, you have not, to give him time gotta, to melt, well, like to gel? If dude. he's not the weakness of that team, what is? Offensive line? Yeah, probably. They do have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. They do have Riley Reed. And he got <laughs> sacked a bunch last year. You're not playing that into his numbers. Yeah, well, you know I, I mean, mean, you gotta. 
see, this is the thing with you. I'm about to walk out get, the studio. You get focused. <laughs> you get so focused on your hatred for players that you just disregard all statistical fact behind it. Like you'll make the same arguments on why Stafford can be a good quarterback that you use against Kirk Cousins. Like, like, well, he has a good line now. He's gelling. It's going to be a good Look, season. There's no one that was more <laughs> upset at the draft than me than when we drafted a tight end because Dwayne Haskins was on the board, and I really, really wanted Dwayne Haskins. I'm not a Stafford yeah, no, fan. Now. And Ed Oliver. I know. I, I wanted. I was fine with either either of those two picks. I would have been fine with. Oh, by the way, do you see what? Uh, do you see the shade Aaron Rodgers threw on uh, Stafford today? No. What do you say? Someone asked him about um, uh, him not being able to chug beer at the Bucks game, and when his offensive lineman did, and he's like, "Yeah, you know those offensive linemen. They're like bred differently. They have certain talents, you know." And then in, in regards to those other guys, because there was a couple other players that like had videos. It's like, regardless of those guys, well, at least they can finally say they're better than me at something. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. Like, yeah, it, you can chug is. beer better than Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers will just walk into your fucking stadium and throw the lights out. He also challenged them to a scotch drinking competition. So I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers, dude. <laughs> He's so fucking good. I, I honestly wish he was in any other division so that I could like openly root for him because I think he's that fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, no, I like I liked him a lot because uh, yeah. – when he first, <laughs> the first year he came out was the first year we played fantasy football, and I just randomly said like, "This guy's gonna be really good," and I didn't have yeah. anything to back it up. But I remember, uh, you had his uh, randomly had his college card, his college football. Yeah, card. <laughs> I think that's why you became a fan of him. And then uh, he was the best, probably the best quarterback in the game. I would say. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, no one. You can't beat Tom Brady. It just it's Tom Brady's touched by God. But Aaron Rodgers is physically, skilled-wise, the best. Tom Brady sold his soul to the devil a long time ago, actually, and just he's been regretting it ever since. But he's been trying to just live as like the picture perfect. Oh, yeah, once he retires, he immediately melts. He melts to ash once he retires. That's why he's gonna play until someone yeah, kills him. It's like a Thanos snap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Bill, I don't want to go. Sorry, Tom. What? <laughs> like. Oh, I got Peter you. Peter Parker. Iron <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> too far, too abstract. All right. Um, all right, so overall NFL consensus so far. Early season predictions. Uh, AFC, or AFC North. We'll go through them all real quick. AFC North, who wins? That's the Steelers, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Ravens. Sheesh, I'm going to say Ravens. Okay, you're an idiot. It's the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I think they flop. How do you feel about o- Odell not reporting to camp yet? Don't care. He's a fucking superstar. And the they coach, do, they the, do whatever they want. How do you feel if you were Odell, uh, being the best receiver in the league, playing in New York, that the owner is such an idiot that he trades you to Cleveland, and now you're in the worst city in the, in, in 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 the sport? Maybe besides Detroit. I, think I don't I would know. Feel hella good rolling up in my Rolls Royce, <laughs> playing with Baker Mayfield, your friend Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb. Yeah. I think I'd be fine. Like that'd be that team. That team should be amazing. It should be amazing. But usually, when teams are like set up to be amazing, that's usually when they fail. So yeah, like super teams have never worked in the NFL. Nope. Like the like we just had one last year. I mean, it worked, but like we had the Rams. Everyone yeah. teamed up. Still didn't win. Still only scored ten points in the fucking Super Bowl with one of the most prolific offenses known to man. True. But you know, you go to the Super Bowl and you get in your head. And you know who doesn't get in your head? Or who does get in your head? Bill Belichick gets in your head because oh, he yeah. knows that you're going to be nervous and playing a little more conservative than you normally would. 
because you're playing the Patriots and you don't want to fuck it up when you know you have more talent than them. Did you see what Sean McVay, like, he recently got asked about it. And like, so is there anything, like, you would credit it to? And he's like, honestly, I've been thinking about it. And he goes, I think it's because I'm obsessed with football. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, the night before the Super Bowl, I sat up and watched every single playoff game that Bill Belichick has ever coached in his entire career. <laughs> he's like, I never stopped watching the tape. He's like, so I just was anticipating so many different moves that weren't coming. <laughs> he's like, I had a game plan. I should have stuck with it, but I changed it all. And he's like, I fucked The it pressure all up. got to him. <laughs> yeah. Bill, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, they, they're over it. You know? Oh, yeah, they don't give a shit. Once you win like your third, you're like, okay, whatever. We're playing with house money. <laughs> Tom Brady loses the Super Bowl and thanks God for the opportunity. All right, we got to move quick Man. through these. AFC South, Jacksonville, Houston, Tennessee, and Indianapolis. Houston. Idiot. That's going to be the Colts, obviously. <laughs> I think this is the year Deshaun is going to win his division, make a good, solid playoff run. I, I mean, dude, what he did last year while getting sacked, like, he gets sacked like 65 times or something insane throughout the year. Dude, well, Andrew spent Luck. Spent his whole game on his back and almost won, what, 11 games? Andrew Luck, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh, I agree. It's going to be, they're going to be great, too. I just, I think they end up winning. Maybe they both finish right around 11 and 5, 12 and 4. And you know, Jacksonville, if their defense can play a little better with a little bit better quarterback play, I mean, they were just in the AFC champion. That's it. That's going to be a fun. I mean, we can all rule out Tennessee. Nick Foles, we, Nick Foles is not going to be good in a starting role. No, Nick Foles sucks. Yeah. But he's magical a little bit. You um, think Leonard Fournette's going to be a steal in fantasy this year, or you think he's going to be the worst choice anybody could make? If he falls to me in the second round, I'm taking him as of now. Oh, wow. I was thinking probably maybe, o- probably maybe third. Over Dalvin Maybe. Cook. Over Dalvin Cook, I would take him. There's no way he won't be good. No, that's crazy to me. I hate Dalvin Cook. Damn. But, hey, Mitchell, that's crazy to you. you I'm terrible at you, football, you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go quick through these. Uh, AFC, AFC East, Patriots. And, and it's going to be the Patriots. Patriots. Uh, AFC uh, West, Kansas City, uh, Denver, Oakland, Sandy, or L.A. Kansas City. Uh, I won't fight you on that, but I think it could be. Yeah, it could be LA. Could be LA. Yeah. Could be Oakland even. They have Antonio Brown now. It's just not going to be the Broncos. Throw flag of Okay, uh, the North. The North. Game. I'm going with uh, the Lions because I, I have to. Lions. Okay, uh, the South. Falcons, Saints, Carolina Panthers, and the Bucks. Saints. I'm going with Falcons. Uh, East. Philly, Washington, New York, Dallas. Dallas. I think Dallas will take it. Give me the Redskins, just out of pure, pure uh, Dwayne Haskins love. Um, uh, <laughs> in the West, the Rams, the Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks. Rams. Give me those Cardinals under Kyler Murray, baby. No way, dude. Now you're just being ridiculous. <laughs> come on. It's either one There's or two. There's no way. No way at all. David Johnson, Kyler Murray, come on. Beer number entertainment all right we're all on to the entertainment section that's enough sports guys hopefully that was entertaining if you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) um uh, mitchell we didn't really decide what we're talking about here which one to talk about we're you know 101 episodes the podcast stays the same we're vastly underprepared yep um yeah honestly this is probably the one time that like Probably in like the last couple of years that I haven't been prepared to talk about at least something happening in entertainment. Well, you weren't here for the uh, the 100th episode, so why don't you just give us your quick uh, thoughts on Game of Thrones? Oh, God. Quick thoughts on Game of Thrones. 
Okay. Uh, I think the last season was underprepared, could have been done better, but I think they just took the safest route out possible where a majority of the people watching it would be somewhat okay with the ending, and that's what they did. I think that's actually how the response was. Well, the, the majority of the people aren't on Twitter. Well, but. of course. It, it's kind of like the age-old thing, right? I mean, nobody's going to – you're not going to go have a great dinner at a restaurant and then instantly go review it because you're just like, damn, that was a good dinner. I'm having fun. I'm not going to think about reviewing this fucking restaurant. If you have a shit dinner, you're going to go online you're going to post some goddamn reviews on Yelp. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. I'm a salesman. That's what I do. Though I uh, <laughs> did wait to post my thoughts. And it was terrible, but <laughs> you know oh, I agree. I think that's it was dumb. That's in our past, and it was corny though. Is the problem? It was so corny. Yeah. Why do you think I came all the way here? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Just fucking just offered you Winterfell. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want any of this shit. Now all of a sudden you're just so into it. And like, the, I feel like they wrote a different ending, and then they were just like, you know what? Let's fuck with them. And Let's then like the reason on. that they Tyrion picks Bran is because he has the best story. When there's fucking Jon Snow, who literally came back to life, turned out to be a Targaryen, friend at the Wildlings. Like, come on. How is it yeah. not Jon Snow? I, I in the books, it's going to make sense. I know it will. Because they're not going to do that to fucking Aegon Targaryen in the books. They're not no. going to send him to the wall to do nothing. Well, the books are never going to happen either, so. Yeah, well, we'll for. see. So, it sucks. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's very, <laughs> you know, getting my... Uh, package from china today just really sums up how small the ending was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought he's getting a big old flag and it's like the size of a napkin <laughs> I, yeah I, I ordered a baratheon flag off instagram don't ever order anything off instagram it's it's literally the size of like a like a 10 by a, a 10 by 12 piece of paper or 11 by 12 piece of paper it's terrible <laughs> it's getting a little hot in here don't you think yeah it's a little bit steamy in this take room. my shirt off take my pants off first all right oh is this a segment of it's not cheating it's family oh god oh wait no it's not cheating if it's family oh should we just change it it's not cheating it's family oh god <laughs> that might be a better name future podcast coming soon guys stay alert yep <laughs> coming soon so uh this is the 101 episode but we're going to talk about something that probably none of you guys care about um so we're going to try to do it uh spoiler free but we're going to talk about the show the 100 the 100 is a show on the CW network. Yes, randomly a show me and Mitchell have watched since the beginning. Yeah, I'm actually pretty into CW. I'd be a liar if I wasn't. I mean, watch Riverdale. I think One Tree Hill was on there. Mm-hmm. I love those shows. Never They're seen so corny, either. but it's just so entertaining. Uh, but That's how I feel with The 100. We're on to season five. Yep, book two. And things are getting nutty. So um, we're probably going to spoil this. I don't know. I feel like we shouldn't because I I would be if if you watch the if you listen to this podcast and you watch this show, please either text me, send me a tweet at and Nick Wagella, or uh, leave a comment on our Facebook page or something because I'm so curious if anyone watches the show. Yeah, reach out at at Mitch Weggs with a Z or Nick Wagella, just straight up Nick Wagella. No one's taking that for me. I'm not famous enough, so I got it. I changed my Twitter handle so I could be easier to find in anticipation for Life's a Mitch coming out. Mm-hmm. And then today, after I got offered a job, they said, and we do a social media scrub, so just make sure that if you have any accounts and there's anything incriminating, it's set to private. And I was like, well, oh, shit, there goes my uh, exposure. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> lock everything down real fast. There's a hundred reasons to not hire me on Twitter. Hopefully they don't find this. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a great employee. I really am. 
Um, <laughs> super, super good. So this this uh, this last season of the 100 um, kind of concluded the whole storyline for the first four seasons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they said it like end of book one, which no one was expecting them to say that because no one. Like, I think this movie was loosely or the show was mo- loosely based on a book. But, um, well, I guess anybody that might have known about the book would expect it. But I don't. I, even, didn't I don't think that that happened in the book. I don't think that they went to where they went. Oh, they didn't think they did the thing, the big thing, and the big reveal. Yeah. Um. But like, all right. So reasons why we like the show, reasons why we don't like the show, and reasons why you should watch the show, and reasons why you shouldn't watch the show. Let's start with reasons why you, Mitchell, like the show. Uh, I mean, a whole lot of excitement. Always something crazy twist. It's always a creative thing that's happening in the show. It's not like your standard trauma that you go through in your everyday show. It's always keeping it real fresh when it comes down to like something like god damn what would i do in that scenario those ones come out a lot yeah i would say i like it because it's like a bunch of sci-fi elements uh it's kind of like a survival type show like i'm not that's personally what i'm into also yeah like they're really 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 fucking good at season finales like it, they always find a way to like make your jaw drop and you know like they're also good at making your jaw drop without killing off characters like trust me, people die, but like a lot of people die. But you get surprised for reasons reasons other than that. Like the the, the most surprise I've been in the show has been like the direction they've gone, not who they've just killed. Yeah, like if anybody in the world saw the first season of the show, didn't know the books, and told me where they would be in season five, I would call them a goddamn liar and probably probably kill them. Because it's such a lie. It's a straight-up lie. There's no way you could predict what happened in the show. It's yeah. far beyond predictable. Yeah, and, you know, it's like post-apocalyptic, uh, uh, post which, you know, people are into. Like, that, everyone likes that kind of shit right now, at least. We actually talked about this podcast, or about this show, on this podcast, like, this time last year, I want to say, right around the NFL draft. We uh, talked about yeah. it, too. So just restating it, uh, basically, long story short, the show's based off of, a hundred juvenile criminals getting sent down to Earth to test whether or not they can live on it after a nuclear war that happened a hundred years ago. A hundred years ago, mm. and everything that takes place afterwards, and it's pretty freaking crazy. Highly recommend it for the twenty to seven listeners that this podcast has. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We, we're, we've been growing. Um, uh, but uh, all right, things you don't like about the show. A little corny. You know, I mean, there's definitely corny moments to it. Like, I feel like there's a whole lot of like, no, we have to do this the right way. And just yeah. like a lot of those moments in it. And also, I mean, we talked about like the, the effects on it could be so much better. Like mm-hmm. they got a little better this season, I feel like. Yeah, they're getting better. I mean, they're getting there. But, you know, it's just got some corniness to it, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say I I would second that. Got some corniness. Also, Mid mid season, most of the time, it's like a bunch of bullshit I don't care about. Right. <laughs> um, the acting is not the greatest, and that's probably reflective of the writing. Like the actors have gotten a lot better as the show has gone on, but like early on, it's kind of tough to watch. Like, what do you think the worst actor on the show is? What character? <sighs> I don't know, man. I want to say Clark almost. <laughs> See, I think <laughs> the main character. I think it's Bellamy. I mean, all right, so here's here's the thing about Bellamy. Bellamy's one of the main characters, and his character arc in the first season, it's totally unbelievable, like, where he is now. Yeah, it's like, true. it's, like, the first season, this guy's, like, the fucking Antichrist. 
and then I mean, yeah, I guess this is a little bit of a spoiler, but then all of a sudden now he's like you're rooting now you root for him. Yeah, he definitely went from like you know the evil side to the good guy real fast. But I mean, I get yeah, that, it, you know, I get the just, projection. Just a little bit of stupid writing. I think it. I, don't, I think it's okay writing. I think, but there is a lot of stuff that happens in the show that's like okay, this is a yeah. little far, it's a little, like a little far fetched. Yeah, you could have written this into the rules of the universe a little easier. I feel like, like you right. could have made it just as exciting and not so fucking crazy. Right. But that's part of the sci-fi show, right? I mean, if you get something that's out there you got to get out there results like i think like people that watch it like if you were to binge the whole thing you're not going to be as attached as you let it like grow on you like we have been because we've been watching it live i i've recommended this to a few people in arizona that i've got on this and like, i mean my friend cat loves it like i forgot that i even told her about it I hadn't seen her for like seven months and like i went out and grabbed like a happy hour with her and she's like are you still watching and i'm like what she's like the 100 and i'm like do you know about the 100 she's like you told me about it i was like are you caught up she's like i just finished season four and i was like oh my god you're probably freaking the fuck out season was season four the last season yeah okay so she was i mean yeah dude that was one of the blown away i was like oh shit that's right no i was i was very (laughs) i think of this show a lot of how i think of the magicians the show that i always try to get you to watch yeah um like i think the magicians just finished season four or five and and that's the long. That's the first time in a long time that I've cried watching a TV show. Wow! Because that ending was like the whole ride is a little ridiculous, but uh, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, the ending was just like so surprising and so beautiful and so devastating. Like, and I and I thought I legitimately thought watching this like, oh shit, this show's over, but it's not. <laughs> no, like me with weeds. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, these low key shows. There's 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 some of them. Um, no, yeah, there's definitely some good ones out there. I've gotten some recommendations and some other things too. I mean, I just watched all of uh, the first season of All American on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is what I like to call One Tree Hill Junior. <laughs> it's not crazy enough to where like I remember I told you about on the podcast the the guy had a heart attack after chasing out his pregnant girlfriend out of a party and then she got hit by a car and then like all of a sudden somebody beat somebody to death it was all crazy but it's almost like real life one trio yeah <laughs> and it's kind of exciting it's so corny so <laughs> corny but i highly recommend you watch it <laughs> yeah well mitchell you're not the best person to come to advice for shows because i just love everything yeah there's not many th- what's a show you didn't like seinfeld okay i show curb that- your enthusiasm okay I don't like Seinfeld. Never seen Curb. Probably wouldn't like it. Because um, it reminds me of Seinfeld. <laughs> Bojack Horseman. Didn't like that. Never seen that. Uh, let me think. Oh, I didn't really love... I didn't fall in love with Dexter. I tried it. Dexter, I liked the majority of it. Hated how... That's the only show that ended worse than Game of Thrones, honestly. I stopped watching Shameless. Never seen any of that. People always tell me to watch it. But it just like, there's one point where they do something like... I don't know. I mean, I get it in terms of the show. They just do something kind of crazy, and I was like, ah, I don't, can't watch this seriously anymore. Like, this is, yeah, can't get away with the type you of know, shit they were doing in the show. I was like, I don't give a fuck if you're in Chicago. You can't do this shit. <laughs> like, there's very, there's, like, I mean, because I've got a definite genre. Like, I like fantastical stuff, like sci-fi stuff and whatnot. So, like, if I like a show that doesn't involve that shit, I think that's a good, uh, 
Like if I like a show that has sci-fi, I'm not I'm not giving myself credibility on whether that show is good or not. But like the shows that I like that aren't sci-fi, like Orange is the New Black, I think that's an amazing show. Like um, the show Barry that I've been watching, I think that's an amazing show. Pretty funny. Um, Breaking Bad, uh, probably the best best TV show I've ever seen. Besides The Leftovers, which I'm biased because that's has fan fantastical uh, elements. I still need to check out The Leftovers. I think I watched like the first eight episodes off your recommendation, but then mm-hmm. just kind of lost touch with it. And I mean, it, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be a show I would recommend to you, but I do think it's the best show because you need like it's, there's not it's, it's kind of slow. Yeah. No, I mean, I thought it was. I mean, I love weird shit, and mm-hmm. that was some of the weirdest shit I've but, ever seen with that, like the people in white and. Yeah, smoking the cigarettes. Let me tell you how much better the second season is than the first, and let me tell you how much better the third season is than the second. Okay. Is uh, that a te- lot. Is that, is that you telling me, or are you going to elaborate? Uh, but yeah, and other than that, I mean, I haven't even like really gone to see a lot of movies. I saw Detective Pikachu, and I told you, once again, a little corny, obviously. It had to be kind of catered towards children as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it definitely even though they had the, Ryan Reynolds being Pikachu. Yeah, it definitely had those like adult aspects in it, and like, for sure. I mean, like, you can, like, kind of see, like, almost like Pokemon dressed as prostitutes walking by it sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's shit in it, but you got to pay attention to it. What's, um, so what is, like, the story with that? Like, what's the synopsis? Or, like, what's the, you know, why is Pikachu detecting? Okay, so in the world, everybody finds a Pokemon. And it's your Pokemon. Like, you guys decide to partner up with each other. It's like a spiritual Just one connection. Pokemon? Yeah. There's, like, not, there might be Pokemon trainers. I don't know. They don't really go that far into detail with it. But more popular is that you find one Pokemon, it's like your Pokemon for life. Okay. Like, if you throw the ball at it and it jumps inside, it's their choice. Like, it's them saying, yeah, I want to be with you. So you can't have more than one? From what I know. But okay. in, the, in the TV, or in the movie. From what I know? What do you mean? Like, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know the laws, dude. I'm like, I don't know if you're allowed to go get more, but everybody had one, you know? Like, I didn't was sit that, down was that, and, was that specifically stated? Every single person had one Pokemon, and that's all I saw. But so it wasn't stated that you're only allowed to have one Pokemon. No, I didn't say. I never said aloud. I said everybody has one Pokemon. That's like their Pokemon. You're taking a big leap there, dude. What my are brother, you talking about? You're saying you're saying that everyone only has one Pokemon, so you're not allowed to have more than one. I don't know. Then why did you even bring that up? Because it, everyone has their favorite Pokemon. I'm you trying could say. to tell you why. <laughs> everybody has one Pokemon that stays. At least out of a Pokeball and walks with them like everywhere okay, they go. Okay, so everyone's like, got like their Pikachu if from you the work version. at a deli. Yeah, exactly. If you work at a deli, they work at a deli. You know what I mean? It's not like they have their own lives. They just sit with you the whole time. Okay, so you have, everyone has their own slip. Sure. <laughs> but the whole movie's about like a kid, his dad dies, and he's trying to find his own Pokemon. He's like one of the only people at his age group that doesn't have one. And then his dad's a detective and dies, and then boom, he runs into Pikachu. And Pikachu was a Pokemon. That's a, it was his dad's Pokemon. Oh, it was his dad's Pokemon? I'm going to spoil a second of it. I'm going to spoil 10 seconds of the movie. You're going to find out. Pikachu's his dad's Pokemon. <laughs> okay, so he's inheriting his dad's Pokemon. Yeah, and for some reason he can hear him. Yeah, that's is that ever explained? Yes. Okay, don't tell me why, but okay, is it satisfying? It, it, it's because... <laughs> <laughs> is it satisfying? It's drugs, it's drugs. Um, yeah, it's satisfying. All right, well, I don't know. I mean, depends on what your definition of satisfying is. I was fine with it. It's a fucking Pokemon movie, dude. <laughs> You're probably going to go in there and be like, no, this is not realistic. Pikachu does not know how to use quick attack at that level. 
Oh god, does he use quick attack in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch the movie? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if he used quick attack. Okay, okay, okay. Moves, so this man. kid, I feel like this uh, little synopsis I told you to give has turned into a big thing, but because uh, all you've told me is that everyone has their own Pokemon, and then this and guy they're finds only his allowed dad. to have one. So what's like the call to action? Like what? Like what makes them go on this whatever adventure they go on? To find their his dad. I thought you said his dad died. That's what they told him. But Pikachu doesn't believe it. Bada boom, bada bing. You just ruined the entire movie for yourself. <laughs> well, sorry that it was that easy to jump to that conclusion. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. have to keep that from me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. They so just... they go on a journey to find his dad. Yeah. Exactly. The main character's dad. Exactly. Okay. No, Pikachu's dad. Questions I have about it. Um, Pokemon, yeah. do they look too real? No, it depends on the Pokemon. Some of them look scary. Is Jinx in it? Yes. Is no, no, no Jinx. Just you're taking a Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime, yeah. He said, "Dude, that part's fucking hilarious." I mean, I've seen the trailer for it and it looks funny. No, that but you don't even see the best part. In it. It's, <laughs> it's I actually just remembered it, and that part's unbelievably hilarious. Is there anyone else famous <laughs> in it besides Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu? Well, the the kid's famous. Who is he? Uh, he's in like he's in a few different things. I mean, he was in Get Down. Uh, it's like a decently popular show on Netflix about like DJing during like. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, I've never watched it. Flex. I watched it, the first two seasons of it. Um, but he's done a few other things too. But I can't think of him at the top of my head. But like you'll recognize him. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I've seen, I've seen this play around these streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is the coolest Pokemon in it? Coolest Pokemon in it? I mean, Charizard was dope, but uh, probably Gyarados. Gyarados is in it. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Is Drowsy in it? Uh, no Drowsy, but Psyduck's in it. I don't know why my mind went to Drowsy. <laughs> Yeah. I think Drowsy might be one of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. It's unknown. Because he wears mud for pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's got like all the, it's got like a bunch of generations in it. Does like, it? Like how far just, is, it's not just the original one. I know I saw Gren, Greninja and I know, I don't know where he's from, but. Like three, generation three. Three? Oh, fuck. That's going to piss me off. Oh, there's, t- I mean, there's tons of them, but it like, it's definitely catered towards like people like us. Like the Pokemon that you're going to see interacted with most are going to be mm-hmm. Pokemon from our generation. Is Mew in it? And if that's a spoiler, don't answer. Mew too, I know is. I'm just not gonna answer. So Mew's in it. Okay. Cool. Oh well, no. Never mind. I didn't understand your question. I guess. No, Mewtwo's in the trailer. I you know. You said that. not. Yeah. Mewtwo's in it, but no, Mew's not. Mew's not mentioned, but not in it. Interesting. Mew is always in the world. very mystical. Do you think they're gonna make a sequel? Yeah, for sure. Do you think um? Uh, it almost uh. It was close to matching Endgame on the second weekend that it was open. I think that's crazy. Stuff. Really? Yeah. I feel like I don't know anyone that's seen it. Detective Pikachu? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying it was the second weekend after Endgame. So, like, Endgame's for that weekend after they've already been out for two weeks. Oh. I still think that's impressive for a Pokemon movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean. It was, like, 70-something mil. Like if it would have been, like, this is this is what I think. Like if, I, if it's not a movie that I, like, know that I have to see no matter what. I'm going to let it go out and see if I hear about it on social media. Didn't hear anything, so I'm assuming it's probably not very good. Oh, actually, you know the reason I... And you didn't tell me you loved it, so that means it's probably really bad. Well, I mean, I did love it. I just, I've learned to not describe every movie as like, oh, I loved it, man. It's great. You should go see it. Because like, people see movies, and it's like they're pissed. They're like, this wasn't perfect. This wasn't <laughs> the best movie ever, and you made it sound great. <laughs> 
You're an idiot, dude. Like I, I don't. Um, Sorry, dude. <laughs> I like I like watching stories. I think they're you, funny. You seen the trailer for the new Sonic movie? Yeah, I'm not going to see that. They scrapped it. The whole movie? They're ch- changing it up because people complain too much about how Sonic looked. Oh yeah, I heard they're keeping it the same. They're just changing the animations, yeah. so it's going to take some time. Mm. But yeah, he did look crazy. Almost like his eyes one, weren't his eyes weren't big enough. That one screenshot of Will Smith that got around is the genie. Yeah. Like I saw like actual trailers for it now and think it's obviously out, but I haven't seen it. But yeah, it looks pretty Aladdin. normal to me. Yeah. Um. All right. So my my leading question is all right. So like the, the Sonic trailer, we just had Sonic. Where we're we gonna have Sonic come out? You just had Detective Pikachu. And this is gonna be a little bit ridiculous, but any chance that they're setting up a Super Smash Brothers universe? No. Oh, all right. That's all that. <laughs> There's no way. Wouldn't that be sick, though, if they made a Super Smash Brothers movie? Oh, God. I believe I thought I read something about how they made some sort of reference to an outside video game in Detective Pikachu. It might oh. have been. It might have even been to Sonic, but I'm pretty sure they made an outside reference about like something else that could be tied in. If it was Sonic? That'd be crazy. Yeah. That's sick. I mean, the only thing that I don't know how they incorporate in this, if they go that route... Hypothetically, is I don't know how you really incorporate Mario and Luigi because they're like the hardest, they're the most important ones to incorporate. But like, you can't just make them people. Good. They would look ridiculous and stupid. Oh, you're saying like make them just like like if you make a, like their own Mario and Luigi movie. Mm, no, they have, to be, like, they'd have fucking... to be like deformed. How is how is Zelda not got a movie yet? Like the whole Zelda and Link, like that is a great storyline with like. How is that not a movie yet? To be honest, I, I kind of hope that they don't make any more video game movies ever. Why? I just don't enjoy them, man. I, like, I, Pokemon's different. What other ones have you seen? Uh, I've actually seen more than I'd like to admit. Yeah, well, other um, ones. Seen a couple different Kirby ones. Kirby movies? Yeah, I saw all, both Mario movies. Uh, I've n- I haven't seen any of those. Yeah, there's, there's tons of this stuff animated. It's just... Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about live action. I'm no. talking strictly live action. Okay. Well, then I might be able to get down with it if they've created, like... I don't know. Just at the same time, though, like, you could fuck that up so badly, because, like... But think of the good ones you'd have. You'd have, like, Zelda and Link would be great, because then you have Zelda, Link, Ganondorf, Sheik, and whatnot. It can't happen, man. This is Nintendo. Like, Nintendo's not going to let it get taken to the point that it needs to be taken to for these, like... Uh, Anyone will do anything for money. I'm sorry to say. If anyone would do anything for money... Nintendo would have a long time ago put communication systems into their games so that people can talk to each other online and not ban you if you say shit one time for 24 hours. You know, Nintendo, Nintendo has a reason for that. It's not because they don't want money. It's because they want more money. Oh, you think that making the game safer is going to make all the kids' parents buy it more often or something? I think making the game cheaper and more flexible and versatile, like being able to take it wherever you want, requires less hardware to support that kind of shit. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, too. And they're the only ones that aren't going to go through a hurt right now. But if they made their online, like... Like computers. Slightly more competitive. Computers are getting more versatile. Right. They're going to take over Xbox and PC... Or Xbox and PlayStation, I think. Okay. Because you can get, like... Controllers are becoming more, like, uh, multi-use. And, like, computers are becoming... About like uh, the same price, or like maybe probably about double the price of both of those together, which you have both systems on one computer, emulate anything like that. That sh- all the all the sh- straight up stuff you just need a controller for is going to melt away. But 
place or Nintendo is different because they all have their own only their stuff licensed there and they use these little corny things that they do you know I don't know Nintendo's that's why their stock's probably higher than Microsoft oh, and I get it Sony I, right now I mean I get it I guess I understand from a business standpoint but it is so fucking frustrating from a consumer standpoint that they don't do the simple fixes to just make their online gameplay better you see, um, uh, but you can't play with your friends competitively in a ranked match online in Nintendo. That's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, no, it's it's shitty. Do you see the video for the character leak for the next uh, DLC for Smash Brothers? No. Let's see if I can find it real quick. All right, we can all watch it together. Sounds good. Um, hold on, dun, 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 dun. Mitchell, describe what I'm talking about. Okay, so a character leak for DLC is going to be downloadable content, um, meaning that it's going to be a new character released into the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate game that is currently being played on the Nintendo Switch, released in December of 2018. I believe the exact date was the 11th. All right, I got it. Mitchell, we're going to watch this and describe the action while it's going on, would you? Okay. Well, if you want to come over here, you can watch it too. Okay, got Peach looking up at the sky in a castle. A little cloudy over here. Oh, there's a ship coming down. I'm assuming it's Samus. I could be wrong. Oh, fuck yeah, it's Samus. Fully suited, not zero. Coming down on a little platform, looking out. It's actually pretty dramatic. Now you can see it through Samus's goggles, identifying subject. It's Peach. I can't read what that says. Jumping down, super jump, perfect landing, super superhero landing. Oh, shoots a rocket at Peach. Oh, Peach dodged it. Blinks once. Samus loads up the big gun. Shoots the power by ladder. Oh, Peach has summoned Toad. Oh, fuck. Samus fucked up big time if this hits Toad. If you don't know, and Toad is hit and summoned by Peach, he spits out some sick gas at you. Like, I don't know why. And Toad looks terrified as if he's about to die. So this is kind of... Oh, Toad missed. Oh, Toad breaks free. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Peach got messed up and Toad is the new character. That's going to be weird, though. The, thi the thing is, this is not confirmed. This, There's a legit chance that it could be a fan that made that. Oh, my God. Which would be insane that a fan would make that. That's crazy. You got me so excited, dude. I like Toad. Like no, I mean, like I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm like everyone. Thing I read said this could be definitely be faked because Nintendo doesn't let shit get out. But also, like, how do you, how do you make that? You know, <laughs> like how do you make something that detailed with uh, just for like a a prank essentially? Like how long would that have taken to make? Oh, probably. A and long it was time. like it was brilliant. Like it was perfect reveal. Oh, because yeah. you didn't, you didn't expect it to be Toad. I had no even idea. after Toad was revealed. Once actually, once he ducked away, I was like, "Wait a fucking! <laughs> this doesn't make any sense because this is not how the gameplay works." So I'm yeah. a little upset with the authenticity of this. Yeah, <laughs> so it could be fake. But I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was also wondering why he was so scared. So that could be fake because of like how much fear they put on Toad's face. Yeah, I'd say that's the biggest argument. Is like a kid corporation is not going to fucking send out I think the a biggest argument is their advertisement. I think the biggest argument is that why would Nintendo make that character cuz everyone's expecting it to be like third party characters like how Joker was. Yeah. You know, like not their own shit like cuz they want to include universe. Like there was even an article about Marvel 
like the people at Disney that control Marvel, they would be. They said they'd be open to having their Marvel characters in Super Smash Brothers. That'd be awesome. And they'd be, they could, they could even make your own Smash Brothers game with just for the fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, they should actually. Just Marvel should do that on their own. Yeah, kind of like Pokemon did. You ever played that game? It's actually pretty fun. What Pokemon Stadium? Yeah, no, all not time, Pokemon dude. Stadium. Like Pokemon, Pokemon Snap? Oh yeah, played all the time. Took so many. It's pictures. called like Ultimate Pokemon, I think. Is it like Smash Brothers? It's exactly Smash Brothers, just with Pokemon. Is it like good? Uh, like, yeah, from what I played, it was con- pretty fun. Are the controls just as good? I wouldn't say just as good. Because Smash Brothers, I don't know. This seems pretty flawed. Like, what was that PlayStation game they had? Remember when we tried to play that? Oh, like the PlayStation All Stars or something? No, I was like, isn't it Capcom vs. Marvel? No, no, I'm talking about the one that was like. Just like Smash Brothers, like four people going on a platformer and fighting each other. Yeah, I don't remember it too well, but there's one actually out that's free on PlayStation 2 right now that I heard is pretty good, but I just never played it. What do you want, um, uh, number one download character for Smash Brothers? Who do you want it to be? Goku. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe uh, or a pretty sweet uh, addition. It's easy. Super Smash is he goes Super Saiyan and uses a giant Kamehameha. Yeah, I want Geno. Yeah. Basically the same deal. I know I don't know if you ever played Super Mario RPG, but Gino was my favorite in that game, and he's got like this laser thing, and he's just a fucking wooden doll. It's so cool. I think I remember him, mm-hmm. but not well. Or Waluigi. Come on, everyone's been crying about him. No, I mean I think it'd be cool if we got even a different version of Mega Man. Like give me Mega any, Man X. Yeah, give me any. or Zero. Fear number three. How the president grabbed me. Yeah, and to wrap up my thought, you know, it was, that's it. It's over. Yeah, well, um, the president grabbed me too, Mitchell. Yeah. The president has grabbed us all by the balls. How are you feeling about the president these days? Um, I'll tell you what, man. I feel the exact same way that I felt about him when he was just a reality TV star. Who the fuck is this chump? You love him? Yeah, I just oh. love him. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. There's no way. I mean, I can't get off without thinking of that. So, uh... Trump decided to use his executive power to put some tariffs on Mexico that are going to be building until they can get a control on their illegal immigration uh, folks that are coming to the United States, even though the majority of those people are not from Mexico. They're from other South American countries that just use Mexico as a roadway to get there. Um, uh, Starting at 5%, I believe they go up uh, 5% every month until they reach a cap of 25%, which is going to hurt. You you, you know how tariffs work, right? Um, Just explain it to me just so that the other people in the room, Will, can understand. (laughs) So tariffs are taxes on imported goods. Okay. So the people that that pay those taxes are U.S. consumers and businesses. So the people that are going to be hurt most by this are going to be probably the automotive industry that gets a lot of, like, their parts and whatnot from Mexico and uh, like farmers and you know consumers that are not going to be able to buy like things like avocados and shit yeah I was going to say I know a lot of produce comes from Mexico especially the border towns and you know which is going to be a lot of Texas so this is uh, this is another thing which I like to think is going to backfire on Trump but he always finds a way to get around it from being such an asshole but um yeah but yeah you know, another trade war. Uh, we're already in one with China. We're going to be in one with Mexico. There are some people that think that Donald Trump is the greatest threat to this world. Yeah. And uh, I believe it. I mean, you saw, did you see in the news what uh, London did when Trump was visiting? 
Yeah, the second time they've done it. Like, yeah. the big balloon. Yeah, tons of it. And, I mean, they even, like, were pro- publicly, like, broadcasting, like, horrible news reports about him on the side of a building while he was coming in. Mm-hmm. All this crazy stuff. But Someone I mean, someone uh, mowed a penis into a field over where he was going to fly. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but, no, I think, honestly, the thing that's shocked me the most out of Trump's actions recently, and I think it hasn't been talked about enough, is he just uh, pardoned a war criminal who, like, murdered children for fun while overseas. Like, took him out with a sniper, multiple people, has been indicted, like, and he's going to Mm -hmm. pardon him because he fought on our side. And I think that's one of the most fucking absurd things that I've ever heard in my life. It's like, oh, our military's here to help the world, but if one of our top-ranking officers snipes out 14 kids on the street just for fun, let's give him a pardon. He's done a lot. Give him a lot for his country. Have you seen that video of, like... Of, like, uh, some people in, like, some big plane or, like, operating some drone, like, where they see video of people, like, walking in, like, a Middle Eastern place. But one of the people, I think, is, like, a journalist. Um, and they're like, oh, well, we got to kill these guys. Um, all right, yeah, he's got a gun. Uh, <laughs> say that he's opening fire on people. And they have you hear somebody else radi- radioing back to command center, like, do we have permission to fire? They're op- they have it. We see clear AK-47s, and they're firing people, and they're not doing They're just walking. And then... They just get lit up by these drone strikes and murdered. It's devastating and terribly sad. And we we are the bad guys. Like hundred percent. And like we are the bad guys. What was the movie American Sniper? Yeah. What was the guy's name? Bradley Cooper. No, the actual uh, army guy, Chris I something. I don't remember. Whatever his fucking name is. So like in that movie, I think part of the reason that it captivated so many audiences and everybody's like, yeah, America, you know, like we really got to do this for our troops, is because of like. The moments in there where, like, he, like, was staring down, like, you know, a young woman walking, and he's like, "Uh uh-oh, like, she's walking straight towards these citizens, and then she pulls out, like, some sort of fucking bomb, and he has to kill her, but he was, like, debating it in his head, but the truth of the matter is that it's been publicized, like, his personal diary, his journals, that's not how he felt. Yeah. He was more than willing. He's like, I believe every person over there is my enemy because they're coming against my freedom, when this is never the case. Nobody's trying to take away our freedom. Right. They're simply taking away the freedom of people in their country, and we were trying to help by doing a horrible job. Mm. <laughs> and, like, that's the thing I don't get. Like, it's all this so much empathy towards the military, but, like, a lot of the military's fucked up, man. Like, yeah. So it's like, this did tie it back to the 100. Like, one of their themes for this uh, season has been, like, the things you've done to survive. And, like, one of the guys was like, yo, you you followed orders and uh just obeyed but you weren't actually doing the things that were bad you just didn't say anything you know and that's a difference when you're actually carrying out the actions rather than you're just being silent about them you know it's this is exactly how the germans came into power because people were following orders out of fear and out of survival and out of probably reasons why they would have to believe that it's survival like because people thought the jews were up to like some vicious shit like murdering children and stuff like going back then and you know it's just like similes to now where people think like immigrants are coming over here and just straight up raping killing and taking all of our jobs when really they're doing the jobs we don't want they're trying to stay low because (laughs) they have fear of being you know either killed by the police or deported and leaving their entire families behind and from my experience of living in arizona and getting to know a couple of legal immigrants legal immigrants you know along the way mm. 
both sides, if they are out earning you, they're just simply outworking you. Like I knew a guy who worked three jobs and still on the side, like went on to Craigslist and like Facebook Marketplace and bought furniture, revamped the furniture and then sold it. The dude has two houses and he's doing great. The difference is that he just outworked you. It's not that he's stealing your jobs. It's that he's doing them better because he's more talented and you are lazy. And like, you know, more like not as comfortable as like we would be working a lot harder if we weren't comfortable with the rate that we're working, you know, like we are lucky to have what we have and have safe safeness that we have. Like, like there's no unless like everyone we know dies. (laughs) <laughs> there's no way we're ever going to be homeless. No. You know? <laughs> like, there's no way. I mean, I think I could be discarded by my whole family, and I'd still have multiple friends that would still pick me right. up. Right, yeah. Well, you're friends with a lot of trash humans. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, I got a big mix. I got the good people and the trash people. That way, if I do something really trashy, you the trash to the garbage can. still be willing to pick me up. Like, bro, you can <laughs> sleep in my car with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sounds, sounds roomy. But, I don't know. That's a... Uh, it's a sad state in the world right now. And don't get me wrong. I don't want to like make it seem like I just don't respect the military at all. Like The world wars, I totally get it. I think we played a huge part. Did a good thing. But well, that was like 100 years ago. Yeah, now, nowadays, it's this is a lot that we're doing for what, you know? And why are we taking the approach that we take to it? I just, I don't know. We're not the world police, man. Respect the military, but just don't respect... Don't respect reasons. evil. <laughs> yeah. Which, Just know the difference between respecting military and not being okay with bad things. Like, I listened to uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, one of the uh, contestants for the Democratic primary, listened to her podcast on Joe Rogan for, like, uh, most of it. And she's, like, she's taking a lot of flack for meeting with uh, uh, Bashar al-Assad, or I, I'm probably fucking that name up, but the leader of Syria. Yeah. And uh, she's, like, being called a sympathizer for it, but she sat down with him, and she has an isolationist policy. Not not isolationist, but, like, um, uh, like never never go to war. Right. Like, never intervene. Don't do regime, regime changes like the U.S. has done throughout its entire history, which is interesting to see how we got there from what we were because we were just a rogue nation at one point. Yeah. And... I don't. Honestly, it's kind of miraculous we got to where we where we are. Like, yeah, no, I mean it's crazy. And you know the reason is because we let everyone in, and we had all these different ideas brewing together, and then ideas turned into one, and now we're we're not the melting pot anymore. We're yeah. turning into into a fear based nation because that's how politics work. Because the most effective pol- politics are politics that make people afraid. And we that's why keep thinking this world wasn't built quick you know even in america you know what i mean like mm. i'd say even when our parents were growing up this is a shitty world for a lot of fucking people like a shitty country for a lot of people to live in i don't know i would have loved to live in the 70s as a white man well yeah as a white man of course <laughs> i mean living in 2019 as a white man is pretty fucking dope but <laughs> yeah you know what i mean i'm not talking about being a white man like i feel like i've talked about being a white man enough and i have the privilege i want to be clear I have the privilege. I just feel bad that nobody else does. <laughs> yeah, no, we all, I mean, at least, <laughs> I mean, I think most people think that if you're a, if you're a good person <laughs> and uh, you work hard, you should probably have um, enough to survive 
enough to have good health care. Like, whereas if you get sick, you're not going to die and uh, not be afraid of someone attacking you. You know, that's what everyone wants. Just the way we get there, everyone disagrees on. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, I get it. Like, I, I can see some parts of both sides. Even, like, this whole abortion thing that's been going on. Like, I get the pro-life argument, you know? Like, I understand mm. it. I just no, don't. I don't. I mean, you don't understand that they're seeing it as a life? I get it. Like, I mean, it's just people misvaluing things. Like, right. I mean, I see it as... I get that they're seeing it as a life, but I also... Not get a life. <laughs> it's just the way I'll say it. <laughs> I get it that, they're, that they see it as a life, but then also... If they're seeing that as a life and I'm not seeing it as a life, they're subjecting me to their beliefs. Exactly. That's the difference. Like, I respect your belief, but you should never make your belief law. Right. That's the difference. Satanism, global golden rule for Satanism. Uh, Do unto others as you would have done unto you and let people indulge in their things as long as it doesn't hurt anybody or anything else. Exactly, man. I, I, I don't know. Like, I may get, like, even a little judgy over certain things in my life, you know? And I'll admit it, but it's just because I personally believe that some things aren't the way that you're supposed to live, and I think everybody will help come to that understanding, but me, personally, I wouldn't have made the growth that I made in my life without somebody telling me that I needed to grow. And, like, you know, so I'm not judging you, but I'm just trying to help construct it. But the difference is that I'm not... Forcing. Yeah, I'm not forcing, and I'm not restraining you to not do things in your life. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm like, hey, man, you shouldn't go out tonight and I lock you in a closet. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like you, everyone's going to say like, yeah, you shouldn't punch that guy in the face because why would you do that? Like that's going to hurt that guy. But, you know, also like go 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 ahead if you want to do self-destructive self to yourself, do it. Like it, it's not on me to control you and say you can't. I can tell you that I don't think you should, but it's not on me to make your decisions. Yeah. I'm at the point nowadays where basically if I give advice and I can feel like the person's not going to take it or just maybe they've represented the kind of history where they're going to consistently make those mistakes until like something big happens. You know what I mean? Like if I know they're not going to listen to my advice, usually what I'll say is something along the lines of like, Hey man, like go ahead and do it. But if this backfires, I'm gonna, I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> like, I'm going to come at you about it because like everybody knows this and you're just trying to be closed minded towards it. Right. This is one thing in my life is I'm just trying to understand where everybody's coming from, and I don't know. I get it. This is fuck. This is world's fucked, man. Yeah. Politics makes me sad. <laughs> well, we got um, a weird future to look forward to because coming up soon, there's going to be debates for the Democratic primary, and I know we're both on different sides of this, um, but there's like a record amount of candidates coming out um, for <laughs> like there's like the all right. So Joe Biden, front runner. Only one that I really, really, really don't want, who happens to be the front runner. But let me ask you this question: Joe Biden wins the primary. You voting for him? Yeah. Okay. Have to. Um, but before we go any further, since we are in the politics section, and I now remember that I do need to bring this up to you, um, we did a little bit of fat checking after fat checking, fact checking. We did a little bit of fat shaming. Yeah, we did some fat shaming, and then we did some fact checking after the last time that me and you spoke on the politics section. And almost every single thing that you said was wrong. What are you talking about? Uh, you gave polling percentages, <laughs> gave like policies that Elizabeth Warren came out with, and they just hadn't actually come out. There once again ideas like Bernie, uh, but you also said that she took the lead in a race, and she's not in the head of any single race, any poll that has been constructed to date. 
And so Dylan's going to handle the rest of this. I just wanted the listeners to know that when I said you had an uninformed <laughs> opinion that was biased. That's um, I, said it. <laughs> I would like to know specific examples, but I wouldn't. I mean, like, all right, so. Dylan's going to be in town in three weeks, and I'm assuming you're going to get him on here for a little debate, and I'm going to let him handle it. But I'm out of town. Whatever it is, you'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, uh, if, if, you're, if, if it's in regards to polling percentages, uh, there's thousands of different polling things. Yeah. So I, mean, I doubt that I was... I'm sure uh, if you're not looking at like the top ten, then that you're just doing a disadvantage to yourself. Right. I mean, I don't look at any of them. I just re- recite what has been told to me through my earbud. Interesting. But... Um, uh, that sounds so bad about yourself. I just recite what is told to me through my earbud. Yeah, I like I listen to Pod Save America and the Daily Zeitgeist. Like that's where I get most of my news from, and Welcome I trust to them. The Split Six Podcast. This is Nicholas Morgella. Get it, your robot. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but but yeah, we're on opposite sides. I'm staying side Bernie. I just. I truthfully believe if a guy has this many good ideas that I think are good ideas, maybe they're not all plausible. Maybe a lot of them come down to the American people paying part of their wages in order to make it possible. But also some of the things that he wants to get done are increasing our wages. So maybe we'll just be able to afford it. And maybe one out of the 60 ideas happens and the world changes in a good way. Yeah, cool. there's, there's, uh, there's, like, there's a couple big reasons like that – I mean that I know are right. Like rather than like citing all this random data that I did last time with you, but um, uh, <laughs> but there's there's some big reasons why like uh, because you know you know me, I was a Bernie fan. Like I bought Bernie stuff. I donated like a hundred dollars to Bernie. Yeah. Like, when we did the last podcast, you were wearing his T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like I love Bernie, and I will vote for him if he comes out. I just really want to implore to people that I think Elizabeth Warren is the better choice, and. I don't say that lightly because, you know, like, she's the further out option. She's number three right now. It's Biden, Bernie, and then Warren. But Warren's been great gaining. Even even that is, I think, more tiptoey than you, what you're saying. Like, she's... Who do you think's three, then? She's Buttigieg? Third, she's third with, like, tied with O'Rourke, almost. No, I think O'Rourke's been, been slipping. I, I think, like, that's how low her percentages were, though. Like, at the time that we talked, she was yeah. polling, like, on national polls, she was polling under 12%, and Bernie was sitting, like, above 35 and Biden was close to 40 They just had the DNC convention in California, and she got the biggest applause. I'm sure she might have support from she's, foreign journalists. She's, she's got the most momentum. I don't think Bernie does. I, oh, come on. Bernie gets talked about. By Bernie's him. got name recognition. Like, everyone in the country knows who Bernie is. Yeah. Not everyone knows who Elizabeth Warren is, but also... We're still at a time where, like, if we take it back to 2016 or 15, whenever the primaries were going for the 2016 election, um, Trump hadn't even entered the race yet. Like, like, like there's much time to grow, oh, yeah. is what no. I'm saying. No, and I get that, too. And but... I think Bernie's stalling out because Elizabeth Warren's taking a lot of his energy. He's not stalling out. He's already broken campaign like finance records with the lowest amount of like you know what i mean he only accepts a certain amount mm-hmm. and he's already breaking records. he accepts anything it just only so does elizabeth warren same same exact thing okay but still it's the situation no where his averages yeah that's what i'm saying and he's way out fronted by her well, i mean like 
I don't have to look it up. I just you know it's true. He's separate. Yeah. Oh no, no, I know, I know it's true. Yeah. So I mean, saying that he doesn't have the steam, saying that like, I mean, he's getting report. I mean, support like everywhere. Right. But do you think like if Bernie like like what I'm what I'm saying is more of like a social steam, like people are already like you you know you know how people Plus, are these your days. Your girl just came out supporting Bernie too. AOC. AOC uh, endorsed him. I I don't think it was a full endorsement. But it was basically she quoted one of Bernie Sanders' tweets explaining how democratic socialism works and mm. how it's going to be beneficial to America opposed to what we're currently doing. Right. I mean, I'm, like obviously, I agree with everything Bernie's saying. I just figured maybe if I brought up a female politician that you could side <laughs> with, you would do it. Since you're pandering to an audience right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. So the all right. So let me get back to my the, the reasons I like Elizabeth Warren over Bernie, and I'm sure I've told you them before, but let me, I'll recite them for our audience that they probably already heard if you listen every split six. But if you're a newcomer, welcome. Um, uh, biggest reason <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is pro getting rid of the filibuster. Do you know what the filibuster is? Yeah, where you can basically hold your time while speaking at a hearing. Yeah, like so, like. I mean, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but I think that you can pass like, if you um, like, like let's say like uh, like how the how the Republicans right now or had back before 2018 controlled the House and the Senate, they could have passed whatever they wanted if they all could agree. None yeah. of them could agree because their ideas are whack. Their <laughs> president is a fucking joke. But let's say that happened with a Democratic president, they could have passed one thing. To my knowledge, I mean, I could be wrong. It could have passed one thing, and then after that, it could have been filibusted, where people could just sit up there and talk for hours and hours, and never let a vote get passed. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren is pro move getting rid of that. Bernie is not. Um, if we don't get rid of that, we're not going to be able to pass all these extreme legislator legislate legislative uh, acts that we need to to combat climate change, combat poverty, combat um, uh, topsoil shit, and like a bunch of different stuff. I think that would even fall in between the same category of like what people call burning out for. Like, is it realistic that that's going to get passed? Because like I think both sides could see that as beneficial, right? I mean, say we get the Democrats in there and we gain a little bit of majority. I mean, the if we gain the majority and we take away the filibuster, we can do whatever the fuck we want and no one can stop us. Right, but even I mean, imagine if we don't. And are we? Do, I, mean, I think it's a long Elizabeth, shot that we even do. Say Elizabeth Warren gets rid of the filibuster, spends four years in the White House, and then we lose, and then the Republicans take control, and then everything that they want gets passed. Well, but imagine this: she spends four years, everything everything we want gets passed. Um, we can expand the Supreme Court. We can. But it won't happen that fast. You know, she would need at least two terms. No, 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 not if we're all on the same bo- on the same page. And I think we're going to be more on the same page than the Republicans are because we don't have racist, back-ass policies. <laughs> it's like, all right, we want to change the way that you can buy alcohol in Alabama. You can buy it now at gas stations. And also, if you get raped under the age of 14, you have to keep <laughs> the baby. <laughs> right, yeah. That's like the way they, they tie the law in. That's why, that's <laughs> like the 14th Amendment in the fucking that's why alcohol they can't, tax. That's why they didn't, like... <laughs> That's why they couldn't like uh, do everything they wanted to do because like, half of them have half of a humanity in them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll be fair. I think most politicians out there, like a lot of them, if you look into their background, you're gonna find something fucked up. Because like, I don't know what it is. I just I think that type of work either breeds a truly good person or just a truly bad person that's just taking advantage of it. And we've had more truly bad. People. You don't. You might actually that might have been a, a really really smart thing you just said. Like. 
it's either like people that like you truly believe in that win, or yeah. people that are just playing the system. Playing the system. Yeah, I mean, like you either you, get a. You get I know a you Nino. don't watch. I know you don't watch Veep, but that's basically like Nino. Um, Nino has told me that Veep. Nino and Vince have told me that Veep is the most like correct show in terms of what it's actually like even though it's completely ridiculous because the whole system is completely ridiculous oh, i guarantee it is like uh, come on donald trump has been president for us for fucking donald trump is the most important person in the entire world oh my god like come on what did we do <laughs> what have we done we it's didn't so do shit. Weird, dude. That's you the know, weirdest we thing in the world. Maybe we did because we slandered Hillary for a long time, and that's why. That's why I don't want to uh, slander I mean, Bernie. I don't want to. I don't want to slander Biden because it's more. Gonna, it's I, super important to beat this guy in twenty twenty. So it's so important. That you should tuck away your pride and you shouldn't speak like even honestly about things that may turn away somebody from voting. But at the same time, dude, like at this point, I mean, let's think about it logically. I'm twenty five years old. More than likely, that means I have, like, a 40 to 50-year window to live if we're going off, like, regular standards, right? Yeah. Do I really want to spend all my time just lying for somebody else and then if the same fucking mistakes get repeated? Because, I mean, we did have eight years as, you know, nothing crazy changed. I mean, we made some good strides. We definitely picked up the economy, and I think Obama put a lot of things in place that are helping the world. But at the same time, like... I'm going to fight my whole life, but both sides are corrupt and all mm. of it's going to go down and it's going to come down to the that's point why, that like, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold back my true opinion just to make sure that my, right. That's why I think it's super important so to like, I don't that Bernie or Warren win. Like, like, I mean, Bur- Bernie would be my second choice. Yeah. Like, I know I just prefer Warren because also I think that Bernie's like people, people call Elizabeth Warren unelectable, but that's I feel like that's just a sexist way of saying that she's a, a woman, um, because Hillary didn't win, even though she was like one of the most le- least like candidates ever. I, the only reason why I feel so like, I mean, one of the biggest worries that I have about Warren still is that not only is she a woman, so all of those random votes that you're going to get from Republicans that are trying to switch sides because they even think what Trump is doing ridiculous, their sexist side's still going to shine, or they're going to bring up the fact that she once said she was Native American. And, like, we're going to lose those stupid votes. And we clearly learned last year that stupid votes win you presidencies. No, dude. I, that, that's, why I'm, that's why I don't think, like, I think, like, I think the fact that Bernie calls himself a socialist, not, like a democratic socialist. Democratic socialist. But I think Trump is going to be able to slander that much more and it's going to get garnish more votes than it is him trying to say that Elizabeth Warren said she was Native American once because his supporters don't really care about what you say about people. Yeah, but also at the same time, man, I mean, Trump's dumb, but he's not mm. a fucking idiot when it comes down to doing things. Like, if he wants to, if Bernie doesn't make it, he'll just say that her policies are socialist. I mean, they're similar. It's kind of the same thing. But Elizabeth Warren... She's just not. Warren is very it. articulate and very I mean, not that Bernie isn't, but Bernie's like got more of a passion, more of a fire to him. Elizabeth Warren's more of like. I mean, her campaign is doing it right right now because she, and you, I guess if you guys fact check me or not, but like the podcast that I trust that I've listened to, she has been gaining in the polls and she has the most energy under her right now, and so she's never led. Also, she's the only one running in the field that has never lost an election. Never in her life has she lost an election. 
Okay, but she's okay. Neither had Bernie before he ran for president for the first time. Yeah, still lost one. Yeah, well, of course, but Elizabeth didn't run. If Elizabeth Warren would have ran in 2016, I think she would have won. I don't. I don't know. I don't think anyone would have beat Hillary from the Democratic side. I think that people wanted. Hillary had too much name recognition. I think people wanted somebody so bad other than Hillary that Bernie was the wrong person. Because like they were just trying to make sure the most electable person got yeah, up. You there. know why Bernie lost? Because Bernie didn't. Uh, Bernie lost. Bernie people didn't got get cocky. the didn't get the black vote. No, people got cocky. No, Nobody went with Hillary. It's. I think it's like because all the states Bernie won were all like the uh, whiter states, but all the deep deep South states, where like most of the Democrats there are black people. Um, Hillary or Bernie did not connect with black people. Like, he did a random interview with Killer Mike, which seemed a little pandering. But, um, but uh, you know, like, they, they knew to the name Clinton, and they knew that the that Clinton was a Democrat, and that the Clintons were for, um, uh, you know, they're, they're, they, they, they knew they weren't racist. Not that they thought Bernie was, but they didn't know him. He didn't have name recognition. Yeah, and I, I think that comes down to a lesson that was learned in that last election. I think a lot of stuff that happened from last election was lack of education, right? Because if mm. anybody would have done their research on Hillary, they would have found out she's a fucking monster. All right, so you like Bernie, she, right? She panders, too. Do you remember what she did? <laughs> Somebody asked her a question. Listen, I'm, I'm done talking about Hillary Clinton in a negative way because it's, it's pointless. No, it's not pointless. I mean, I think negative people should be talked about negatively, especially if they have... It's, well, what I mean is, it's it's, from the US. it's it's just pandering towards Trump, like talking about Hillary Clinton because he's he's still talking about Hillary Clinton, who is it's a unemployed an See, unemployed senior citizen. We can't, we can't lose our voices because the president is going to gain fuel from it. Like yes, we, we can let, do. We have to do, Mitchell. This is a Slytherin enemy. We have to do whatever it takes to nah, win. Fuck that, dude. I'll never compromise who I am as a being for anything. Yeah, well, for the greater good, I will. I guess I'm more of a Clark than you. I'll cut off anybody. Straight up. You say you say you wouldn't do what Clark did? Never, dude. I'd die, man. I'd rather die than have to live with the fucking demons at Clark. You know, there's times that I've, like, ran a red light and didn't see somebody coming across a pedestrian walkway. Wasn't even close, but I was like, damn. What if I'd waited a split second and accidentally read that red light and just hit somebody? I still think about those moments. I was like 14. That is not anything to do with the greater good. It is, <laughs> is the greater good. That, that, no matter what. No, that is the greater good for yourself. It's the greater good for the world, bro. I mean, I'm just going to have to kill somebody? That's going to affect the greater good. Okay, well, wait. Hold on. I'm, well, I'm saying, like, there's decisions we're right, that you wait, make. We're, well, I'm not going to compromise my identity for anything because my identity is what's most important in the world. And, you know, I respect that. That's yourself. fine. I, I'm not losing myself. I, I think you uh, misheard. Op- I, I think you're openly you're openly compromising your beliefs in order to pander to an audience. I just don't believe in that. So I mean, me compromising my beliefs would be voting for Joe Biden instead of uh, someone else I truly believe in. No, that's different, and you know it. I I not not from what you just said. No, I'm I don't. saying you're telling me not to speak openly about how I feel about somebody so that somebody else doesn't get elected. That's different. Like, you're telling me... No, no, no. That's not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that you, like... You said you don't want me to talk about Hillary Clinton anymore because it's fueling Donald Trump. Everybody that's smacking down Hillary Clinton is making what he's saying okay. Right. Well, okay. So I don't... Like, this has nothing to do with elections. Like, I just think, like, that. why are we still talking about Hillary when she... she's done 
horrible things in her life, and she has. Yeah, to but be don't you think? Don't you think more people have done hor- more horrible things than her? And if you bring them up, I will talk about them as well. But you brought Hillary up. You brought Hillary up. You brought Hillary up. You did. This has been the Split Six Podcast, <laughs> the podcast where we do split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella. Follow me on Twitter at Instagram at Nick Wagella. Follow us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Look for us wherever you can get your podcasts. Uh, Mitchell, where can we find you? What can you plug? At Mitch Weggs with a Z on Twitter. And uh, Instagram's Gella, Gella, Swella. You'll figure it out. Witchell McGella. You got anything coming out soon? Life's a Mitch coming by this fall. I'm not even sure, to be honest with you. But it's coming. It's coming fast. The songs are done. Just got to record them, get them out there. Bada boom, bada bing, and a high it is. Well, thank you guys for splitting six with me. Remember, it's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for them to listen to you. We'll see you next week with episode 102. Who's going to be the guest? No one knows. Not even me. Oh, yeah. Love y'all.